hi everyone. So tonight I thought I'd talk about um, stepping outside of our comfort zone, stepping outside of my comfort zone and abandoning my plans. My plan tonight was to sit there and watch somebody give their testimony. <laughs> but that's not happening. <laughs> but I've got quite a few stories like that, um, things that I think I've got in control, things that I think I have all planned out, and God has a different plan, and it actually turns out to be amazing. So I'm going to start off um, in 2012. I um, was hanging out at church, and I was listening to worship. Notice I was just listening to it. And I was like, dang, that guy can sing. Or, wow, that girl, she's working those drums. And I was just so, like, interested in the music. And nothing really hit me until one day I looked beside me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this girl's crying. And her hands are in the air. And, she, like, and then I looked around. I'm like, everybody's like this and nobody is looking at the drummer or the guitar player and I said wow like I've been missing something and I want to know what it is so I like really honed in on that for the next couple years I was like something's going on here and I just like I'm not getting it whatever they're getting I want to get it though so I kept working at that and I kept seeking and I kept learning a little bit more about God until one day my pastor was like, hey, so I think, you, like, how do you feel about baptism? And I was like, that wasn't part of my plan. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going to happen if, if I'm baptized. I don't know what God's going to do, so I'm not going to be in control of that. And it's just not part of my plan. And so then when I get tired, my eyes water, and I'm not crying right now. Eric knows this. <laughs> um, so I just um, continued on, and I was thinking about it, and like, I was like, okay, I think, you know, I'm ready to get baptized. I, I love the Lord, and I'm ready to see, like, what comes next, um, but I'm just, like, really, I was kind of nervous about it, and so I got there, and I invited my friends, and I invited my family, and I was like, I don't know what they're going to think about this. They're going to think I'm crazy, and they still do. Uh, no shocker there. <laughs> and so I go, like, I was at the ocean, and, and I go under, and I come up, and my hands are like this, and they're totally numb, and I can't feel a thing. And God was like, hey, what's up? This is what it feels like when I'm around. Like, you can feel me, you know. It's not just about going to church and listening to the music. You can actually feel me. And from then on, I started having a relationship with him, and I started listening to him a little bit more. And I started knowing a little bit more about who he is. And at about that time, I had just graduated college. And I had it planned out my whole life that I wanted to be a Spanish teacher, which is really weird. Um, so my plan was to like graduate college and get my teaching credential. And I was living in Monterey, and I was just going to stay in Monterey and get my credential there. And then I heard the Lord say, no, you, it's just time to go home. So I went home. And I was like, this is weird. This isn't part of my plan at all. This is not what I had written down on my life plan. My mom said, you know, you go to school, you go to work, you, and then you, like, you get married, and then you have kids, and, like, nothing was happening in that. I was like, I'm not supposed to go home and live with my parents right now. I'm supposed to get my job next. I'm supposed to continue on. And while I was at home that year, I was just home for a year, I started realizing, like, this isn't the life I want. I, was, I felt like I was just continuing around this, like, a circle, like, just walking around doing the same thing, nothing was changing. I couldn't figure out 
like what, why I couldn't get off this track. I was just continuing, continuing, and I couldn't find any like, I was like, my friends suck, everything sucks, like I just don't wanna be like this anymore, and I, but I didn't know how to get off. So I kept praying and I kept praying, I'm like, I just, like God, some new friends would be cool, like make them real nice, make them real like fun to hang out with, make them like people that love you so I can learn from them maybe, and he was like, yeah, they're coming, but like just not now. So I kept praying, I kept praying, I kept praying. And meanwhile, I'm still like working on my plan to be this Spanish teacher. And I'm in Guatemala and I'm working on my masters and I was teaching Spanish in the States at the time. So it was just like for the summer. And I'm in Guatemala and I hear the Lord say, go to Sacramento. It's <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why do I have to go to Sacramento? And he's like, just, just go, you're gonna love it. And I was like, okay. So I, in the middle of my break between classes, I was on my computer quitting my job in the States, like just to be like, hey, I'm just gonna move to Sacramento, so like don't hire me on next year. It was so crazy. And I got to class and I was like, I think I just quit my job. And my, my classmates were like, what are you doing? And I, I didn't know either. But I wasn't following my plan, that's for sure. <laughs> So I moved to Sacramento, and I moved in with some random strangers from Craigslist because I was like, I just got to go. I got to go now, and I, I just want to go. So I moved in, and I moved in just across the street from the church here, and I was jogging around, and um, I was like, this is a big church, <laughs> and maybe I should go inside. So I went inside, and I was like, this is pretty cool. I like this. I like this church, and then I was like, maybe I'll check and see if they have like a, a college group, and normally college groups are like... 18 year olds and or you go to like the singles group at church and they're like 45 year olds and I like wasn't fitting in and I like couldn't find my spot and then I walked into epic life and I was like thank you lord this is exactly what I've been praying for this is so awesome but it was so uncomfortable <laughs> so I like went back to Monterey and I was visiting my friends and I had known Epic and I had been coming here for like a month or something and I was like became like oh, I have to listen to every message that they had already said so I was like podcasting every single thing on my run and I was like jogging along the beach and I was listening to a message by Saul and he was talking about just going around the mountain and I was like oh that's what I've been doing just going around the mountain and I was like, I kept running, and then I, I was like hearing God, and I like didn't really know who he was, and it was all kind of confusing and jumbling in my mind. And he's like, hey, just go tell Saul like, how you're feeling about this mountain thing. And I was like, I don't even know who Saul is. It was the weirdest thing. And so I saw him at DNA, and he, I was like, hey, uh, this is so weird and uncomfortable, and like, I like, could almost vomit. I was so nervous. I was like, you don't know me. Like, I don't know you, but like, God told me that you, like, you got something to say about this mountain. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, I got lots to say about this mountain. He's like, let me pray for you. And so he brings Amanda in. And, do you remember this, Amanda? And you guys were like praying for me and they had said some like crazy things that I like knew about my life but I couldn't put into words and I was like, holy cow, this is like amazing. But it was so uncomfortable. It was so incredibly painful for me like to just step out there. And I, but I like knew good things were coming but I just couldn't see them then and there. <clears throat> 
Um, but then he just like kept doing more of those things. Like he kept saying like, Riley, you, you gotta do this. You gotta do this. And I'd like, anything that like makes you go like this, or like, oh, that's so nerve wracking. Or like, I'm gonna pee my pants. Like, <laughs> I didn't wanna do. And he just kept like, thing after thing after thing would come and I'd be like, I don't wanna do that. And I would think of all these excuses all the time. And I still do. Tonight, Eric texted me, he said, I, first of all, I didn't know it was Eric. I said, you ready for your testimony? And I like re replied like, who dis? <laughs> Eric. <laughs> I didn't really say that, but I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and I didn't want to do it. Like, I, I had had this crazy week, and I was like shoveling food into my mouth, and I was like, I, I don't even want to go to Epic, but... And then I get this text, like, you ready for your testimony? And I was like, no, I'm not ready. But I remember, like, any time that God asked me to do something, and I just do it, and, like, my stomach dropped immediately upon reading that text, and I didn't want to do it. Like, no part of me was like, yes, I'm going to get my testimony. It's going to be good. I was like, I hate I'd have never even talked on a microphone before. This is going to be terrible. Like, none of my ideas are going to come together. And I just, like, remembered everything that he has asked me to do that has made me want to vomit is amazing. Like, <laughs> something comes over, and it's just awesome. And so God's good. And just, like, being uncomfortable when uh, God's in charge is totally okay and totally amazing. And... Um, I, I just know that I need to like keep continuing on and keep saying yes, and I would encourage you guys to do the same. Hello,